Welcome to the Green Edge podcast with Michael Cross and me, Fraser Harper. This is our update for the week ending 16th of February 2024. A rather different type of post this week from the Green Edge. A few weeks ago, we were invited by Fourth Kick to make a few concluding remarks at an online webinar hosted by them and featuring presentations from a number of place-based sustainability learning enterprises, notably the Felix Project in London, Ambios down in Devon, and the Hackney School of Food. Now, the webinar ran for 90 minutes and was recorded for posterity, and video is now available on YouTube, which we've embedded in this week's post, along with time markers for those who haven't got an hour and a half to spare but want to dip into some of the individual presentations. Michael, you were double booked at the Institute for Fiscal Studies at the time of the webinar, and you talked about that in last week's podcast, but you subsequently listened to the recording. What did you conclude from it? Probably two or three core messages. One is the need for engagement, and the need for engagement is driven about an issue around inclusivity and to ensure there are pathways for everybody to make it a socially equitable set of changes around net zero. But it's also a recognition of the fact the world is more complex And therefore, as complexity grows and change speeds up, you can't capture these things neatly in the classroom. You have to find a way of incorporating place, as in your local community, but places within your local community by which you can acquire these skills. So it means a bridging between the classroom and the workplace to acquire skills, and then to move on from that into some form of recognition of the competences you develop from that, and therefore give external recognition of your capability. So I think those are caught up in these messages of these schemes that Dee and colleagues describe. Well, Michael mentioned Dee there, and that particular Dee is Dee Halligan, who is one of the co-founders of Forth, along with Professor Daniel Charney of Kingston University. Now, we first met Dee in January of last year when we wrote a post on Forth and some of the projects it was running at that time. And these included the British Council commissioned Maker Library Network and a program that the team launched all the way back in 2013 called Fixperts. And here's Dee talking to us more recently about Forth. We call ourselves a creative studio, which is kind of a broad term, really, for a group of designers, researchers and educators We've set ourselves a task in connecting people to the skills and ideas needed in a changing world. And that really means that we put together projects and programs for public engagement and community engagement. And by community, I mean, I can mean kind of place-based communities, communities of experts, communities of practice, you know, all kinds of ways that people come together to learn. My background is in museums and cultural sector. I worked at the Science Museum for a very long time, public engagement in science. But really over the last close to 15 years, I guess we've been working away from those traditional formats. So once upon a time, we took an exhibition and put it on bicycles, (laughs) made a mobile press office. You know, we're looking at experimental ways, I guess, to engage people, hearts, minds and hands in particular, I would say. People who are learning with their bodies, learning with their hands and only then figuring out how to get their hearts and minds because we feel that practical action and immersion in experiences can do a lot of the hard work for you. Well, Michael mentioned earlier about the need for hands-on learning and the need to form bridges between the classroom and the workplace to acquire the types of skills at speed that we need for net zero and beyond. 
And one of the presentations from Fourth's webinar that particularly caught our attention was from Simon Roper of Ambios. Now, Ambios is a nature conservation training organization based near Totnes in Devon, which tells us on its website, ambios.net, that it delivers nature recovery training ships and projects that progress people towards their goals working with nature. And following on from what we heard in his presentation at Fourth's webinar, we were keen to talk more with Simon, and we caught up with him a week or two back to hear a little more about himself and Ambios. I'm Simon Roper. I'm a director of Ambios Limited, which is a not-for-profit, limited by guarantee, established in 2001, focused in on vocational training since that time, now running residential courses down on Sharpen Farm, very focused on nature recovery and the skills associated with that. Ever since we established Ambios, which was really established to fill the gap between those that were coming through largely higher education and had the knowledge and understanding, but not the practical skills and employers who wanted practical skills. So we ran projects, all sorts of different projects over the years. My role is about finding, putting together and running those projects. So I'm not based at the residential training that goes separately. I do have a role in that. And one of the things we did a while ago under Erasmus funding actually was shout outs for SDGs, which was a higher education and voluntary sector partnership across Europe partners in Europe. So absolutely passionate about vocational training, practical competency over time. The three skills areas for us are species identification, science communication, and practical things on the land, fences and gates and hedge laying. Increasingly now in the very much evolving a new area of employment, which is nature recovery, also sometimes known as rewilding or nature conservation or whatever, but nature recovery is the key thing. And a reminder that you can find this week's post with links to the webinar featuring, among others, Dee Halligan and Simon on greenedge.substack.com. And you can also find this podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your usual podcasts. Now, the sound bites you just heard there from Dee Halligan of Forth and Simon Roper of Ambios were taken from a roundtable conversation we ran in January with Dee, Simon, and someone else we're getting to know quite well and have a lot of respect for, and that is David Warns, who is Principal and CEO of Chelmsford College in Essex. We talked to David, Dee and Simon about their thoughts on the Green Edges themes for 2024 around the importance of place-based solutions, along with building competences and getting people's hearts and minds into sustainability. And we'll be playing extracts from that conversation on this podcast over the coming weeks. But to finish this episode, we'd like to play a short dialogue between Dee and Simon that came right at the end of the conversation. We were on the subject of hearts and minds and the need to engage people's emotions on the road to sustainability. Talk to you next time. It's got an emotional dimension to it because it is to do with trust and confidence. And then you're talking about the individual's trust and their parents, if it's a young person and their communities and how people are being judged. If we're going to talk about climate work, green jobs, green skills, you're talking about confidence about the world that you're working into. And what's the point, which is around the motivation to progress? Because what world are you working through into? And I think it can be under-considered or under-examined crossover between the life skills and work skills in relation to people's emotional engagement. You make a really good point. And, and the business about hope and what world are we heading into? And just a nod there to nature recovery, because I think one of the things that we see is a strong message coming through from those that want to come and train with us is that nature recovery offers hope for the future. And it offers hope for the future because we have a site 
where we can show them that it's actually happening and they can be part of that process. So three years ago, our site was essentially a golf course and there were lots of species that hadn't been seen there. And now there are lots of species that are being seen there. And so we can tell them that story and that gives them hope for the future because actually it's something that can work and it can work in, in a very short time, three years from essentially a bowling green to a nature recovery site. And, and I think it's a really important point because it appeals to that emotional side and it is really important. We do need to acknowledge that. And it's a vital part of what's going on with sustainability, with the climate crisis and with the ecological crisis. Unless we can win those hearts and minds in that way, we will continue to have the profit motive and the dereliction of the earth unless we can really change these things around. Just one final point on that is they call trust Nordic gold because it's about the friction that's caused through lack of trust and through lack of confidence. And I think that applies equally to qualifications as it does to business deals. It is. And the way in which we encourage people to acquire skills, actually right at the sharp end, how am I encouraging this person in front of me to develop their skills? What language am I using? How am I encouraging them to make progress to acquiring the skills? I think it is a fascinating area. Thank you for listening to this Green Edge podcast. This podcast series accompanies the Green Edge newsletter, to which you can subscribe at greenedge.substack.com. The Green Edge is produced by Blue Mirror Insights.